My name is Josh Snyder, and this is Thoughtful Discussions, and I'm here with Michael Anthony and Cameron Nesbitt, um, a.k.a. Camo Customs. Awesome. And tell me both about yourselves and what you do. Uh, let's see. I'm a jeweler, photographer, event planner, curator, a little bit of everything. I like to be creative, so pretty much just like to challenge myself. Um, I'm a painter. Uh, I do murals, fashion items, um, children's rooms, anything, you know, anything that goes about uh, just beautifying your area. And uh, so you said you're a jeweler, photographer, events, uh, curator. Uh, what are some projects that you're working on right now and what style of photography do you typically do? Uh, well, just recently I started curating the galleries of Kaufman's Grand. Mm -hmm. It's the uh, former Kaufman's building downtown. So curating different photographers to go into the windows, working with some artists to paint murals, camo example. Yeah. Uh, Josh has printed some of our, our prints, and we just did the holiday windows. Mm. Uh, so I was excited to be able to provide Pittsburgh with holiday windows of Kaufman's again. I know it's a, mm. a longstanding tradition, and uh, you know, I hope everybody liked it. Awesome. Uh, we just had Maldoon and uh, Sean Coffey on the show, too. Uh, yeah, they uh, also worked on the project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's been, seems like it's been great for the, the Pittsburgh art community. Uh, how many artists have you gotten to work with that are just different from anything from fashion to, like, there's all sorts of stuff that you've been doing? Probably at least 30 or so. Yeah. Just Maybe. in, you know, the past few months. So we try to turn over the exhibit every month and a month and a half. Okay. Gotcha. And uh, how long are you going to be working on that project? Till they get rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the the hotel's scheduled to open in March. Okay. And they're looking at May to finish completing the building. Mm -hmm. um, you know, whether it depends on what tenants come into the yeah. ground floor, whether or not they'll still have display windows or if, you know, they'll tear those out building to suit whoever's coming in. Right. And uh, if someone wants to contact you to get be a part of that, how would they do that? Uh, we're on Instagram, Galleries of Coffins Grand, mm -hmm. and also on Facebook, Galleries of Coffins Grand. Or you can just go to my catch-all website, which is the numeral 3, R as in Richard, M as in Michael, group, mm -hmm. 3rmgroup.com. 3rmgroup.com. Okay, sweet. And um, so you're doing that, and uh, photography? Photography, I shoot mostly portrait, um, mm -hmm. fashion, glamour. Mm -hmm. I also did some shooting for Audi. Um you know, I, d I don't like to just get stuck in one niche. Mm -hmm. I want to, you know, try and experiment. The only thing I really haven't shot are, are like Pittsburgh landscapes. Yeah. So, you know, it I need it. seems like most people start with that. Yeah. And then, you know, and then I, branch out. I started right in with, uh, with model photography, but uh, I'd love to, you know, maybe shadow somebody. And, you know, it's totally different setups for your camera and yeah. different lenses sometimes, different processing. But, uh, you know. That would be an, another challenge for me, so right. that'd be good. Awesome. And uh, for you, Camo, you're uh, you're an artist, like you said. Uh, tell me how you got your start and what you're doing now, kind of like uh, big things, kind of some highlights and all that. Um, I kind of started, uh, you know, when I was younger. You know, we all, me and my group of friends, we all just got into, you know, doing types of uh, drawings of Dragon Ball Z characters, stuff mm -hmm. like that. It was more of like a um, 
you know, more of a together thing. Um, mm-hmm. I ended up going to college, uh, went for business communications, and I uh, played basketball for Mercyhurst University. Yep. And um, unfortunately, I got hurt, um, suffer- suffered a severe concussion, and ended mm-hmm. up, um, you know, doing a little art just here and there, just to pass time, make me feel better. And um, I ended up starting to paint on shoes. Okay. So um, after that, it you know, it kind of took off more than just like a hobby sort of thing. Right. And then um, I guess from there, you know, just everything, you know, opened up, blossomed up. And hmm. from now on, you know, I do like, I literally probably paint anything. Um, I mean, there's probably um, not too many things I haven't painted. Yeah. And you've been, uh, so 2017, how many murals have you done? Um, I'm on 27. 27. 27, yeah. And th- did you get an early start, late start? Uh, what do you think? When was the first one you did of the year? First one of the year was like February. Okay. And I, I want to say I didn't get another one until um, I guess the, when the weather broke. So okay. Say, um, maybe like in the April, May. Yeah. So from and like then just that, been hustling from, it. Yeah, from that all the way until um, uh, recently I finished um, my last one in Mad Max, and then uh, I got an art badge when I have one. But awesome. Yeah, you know I mean, um, other than that, you know, pretty much done for the year. And it didn't take too long. It was that, like a six, seven month period. Yeah. So it was, it was fun. It was a good experience. Um, am I going to do that again next year? No. I'm not. No? <laughs> I, I, um, if I do, you know, I definitely plan on helping other artists, um, you know, getting some reps in, doing different murals. And um, mm-hmm. I definitely want to expand, you know, amongst the, you know, around the nation and maybe mm-hmm. go to international with it. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just, it's whatever I get. But definitely, um, I don't know if I would do it that fast. You know, that was... um definitely like some hard work yeah gotcha how what would the goal be next year as far as how many murals you want to do um i think i said uh, from from my personal goal for me mm-hmm. i want to do two murals a month mm-hmm. and um i also want to get at least one mural out for um one or you know however many artists may do one for themselves so um, mm. you know that's just how we're going to go about it so what is that 24 murals for next year. Um, yeah. Maybe less than um, what I did <laughs> this year, but um, I think it'd be more of a more of a um, time appropriate. Right. Thing. Yeah. If it's more scheduled out. Plus, I mean, this year you've. I mean, 27 murals this year. How many murals have you done total in your life? Uh, total, I think it. I can't remember. It's, it's somewhere around 35. Okay, so. but so that's a bulk bulk of them have been this year mm-hmm. yeah i've right. only been doing murals since may of 2016 so right. a little over a year and a half like right maybe like a year and a half so next year it'll be a little bit more thought out a little more scheduled yeah, it'll probably be bigger um, right you know more um more beneficial areas and um you know just i want to um, be able to just capture more attention and changing cultures in uh, certain areas mm. so um that's you know that's the goal just trying to go bigger better stronger and um, getting as many artists involved as I can. Right. Heck yeah. How do you both know each other? Uh, well, we did, uh, well, I did a, uh, what was the name of it? Graffiti and Glam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fashion show at the Smart House. Great show. And, uh, you know, that brought together Sean Coffey, Steve Pierce, uh, Muldoon, I mean Muldoon. Um, Randy, mm-hmm. you Randy, know. Randy, uh, I think there were some designers in there. It was a whole yeah, Shauna thing. Solomon and Lisa Kassler. Uh, but we put a runway over the, the Infinity Edge pool and had a, the backdrop was uh, the city of Fitchburg. So yeah. it was it was a pretty cool cool venue, and um, it was a lot of fun. But that was the, the first time meeting Cameron 
he uh, collaborated with me on some corsets, and then we collaborated again for Fashion Week, mm-hmm. and he painted uh, five corsets yeah, for that me for that. Sweet. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. I've never um, been a part of Pixbury Fashion Week, so it was definitely uh, a dope thing to be a part of. Yeah. And then he painted some murals at Coffins as well, so we've done quite a bit this year. Yeah, I want to say um, at least, what is that, four projects, five projects yeah. over time? So um, good year between um, this relationship, you know, definitely a good thing. Um, where do you see yourself going as far as the next uh, next year? Some goals that you have your, for yourself, maybe three to five years. Um, um, good. Three to five years. I don't know. I I just started like learning how to think like that. You know. Um, <laughs> you know. I'm just happy to you know just just be turning 25 and just doing everything that I did. You know. Like um, I definitely uh, I can honestly say I could probably have been made made um worse choices you know but um you know just decision making got better and i'm just glad that i'm in a, a good position to even you know call that shot of you know saying six months from now a year from now three years from now so um you know just keeping up the um exponential growth and just um building as much as i can amongst the team that i that i have already and just um getting everything that we have going on out there so um that's all i can really say um I could say something in the near future. Um, I got my Culture Geist brand on right now. Um, December 1st is when um, the first drop is. Um, all t- different t- types of colors, hats, book bags, um, all types of cool stuff. So um, definitely look out for that in the near future. That sounds cool. Uh, so for me, uh, I'm kind of at a crossroads right now. So yeah. I don't know exactly what direction Three Rivers Bowling Group is going to go. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, working on Kaufman's has definitely opened up some doors and, you know, I, I kind of, I'm at that point where I, I want, I need new challenges right? and I want to branch out into other things. So, you know, by the time this airs, yeah. I might know, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I, I'm already in the works on, on a few things with some other people yeah. that I can't announce yet, but, uh, right. you know, next year should be pretty awesome. Awesome. So, uh, Cameron, I met you when the, I was first starting out this printing business. It was mm-hmm. about three years ago. I still had my kid working with me every day. You came in with your mom. I, 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 I feel like I'm so proud of this story. I tell people all the time that, uh, you know, I met you. You were just starting out. You were doing the sneakers. You were doing some art. You, you had an art show coming up, and you're like, I need some flyers. Can you make me some flyers? Uh, and we rolled through, and it, it, was, uh, it, was, it was great to see you young and starting out and you were f- still fresh and um you were you were one of those people that i could just kind of take you to the side and be like hey let me let me help you with this uh you know let me try to answer some questions for you Wh- what can i do to to help make you bigger better sure. and um so that's been huge watching you grow i'm super proud of you uh for sure what do you think um what do you think some of those other steps that you said you said like oh, i could have made some worse decisions what do you think some of the good ones are for people that are watching at home that might be going through the same thing and you know they're they're growing themselves and they want to be an artist they want to do these things what do you think that those good decisions that you did make um, and how has that propelled you um i guess i could start small by saying um mm-hmm. just taking yourself um as serious as you ever took yourself in your life mm-hmm. you know um that helped me out a lot just yeah. even being a collegiate athlete and like kind of like 
you know, you're an athlete. You like BS kind of, and you just do this and you mm-hmm. do that. And, mm-hmm. You know, um, there were definitely um, decisions just in that in that realm that I could have made better for even when after my injury, I would have like been set at a different um, a different um, pace. You know, mm. so just taking yourself serious as you've ever taken yourself that Absolutely. will get you. Um, I'll get you pretty far, you know, and just um. After that, just consistency, you know, um, mm-hmm. consistency because life is about momentum, you know. And Absolutely. As long as you catch momentum, like, you know, we, we talked about um, us meeting three years ago. I haven't stopped since yeah, then. Yeah, no, you, you know, haven't. Like, um, Me neither. And the speed, you know, the, the speed <laughs> is just like, you know, everybody's moving really fast. Everybody's finding new tempos. Everybody's right. working together and, and, and gelling tempos together. So mm-hmm. you want to be a part of that. So um, it's definitely right. something that you would take into consideration so that, you know, you could see some of these things that are that are out here and that can help you, you know, flower the plant that you want to blossom. Awesome. I tell people all the time you got to take yourself as seriously as you want other people to take you. Mm-hmm. So if you if you want to be doing this thing that you you say you want to do it, if you're not going to take yourself seriously doing that thing, then no one else will. Mm-hmm. So you're the first person you got to convince. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so for yourself, uh, when you started out uh, and you decided you were going to work for yourself full time and, and, you know, do your thing as for both of you. Um, what were you doing at the time for for work, and what was that push that you decided that I got to do this, and I'm just gonna do my thing? Uh, well, I was working working for a jeweler, and uh, okay, I asked for a raise. Yeah, and they said he couldn't give me a raise, and uh, you know, I'd, I'd basically determined I'm never gonna get rich working for somebody else. I might not ever get rich, mm-hmm. but there's definitely there's only so much room for advancement working for mm-hmm. small jewelers yeah you know you have the jeweler and then you have the owner mm-hmm. so you know the owner's making all the money off of my work mm-hmm. and you know within three months after that i uh started my own business and that's it i haven't turned back yeah. i don't think i could go work for anybody else in 2002 okay so i was in my mid-20s yeah and uh yeah, you know, I do all wholesale work for retail stores. Okay. Uh, the recession kind of hit. Yep. And, uh, you know, I diversified. Yeah. So I do photography. Um, I used to throw some parties. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a little bit of everything. Uh, you know, but again, I just, when I started my jewelry business, it was Renaissance Jewelers. Okay. And my vision was always, you know, the original Renaissance painters, you know, they sculpted, they painted, they did a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I do. So. Yeah. You know, I don't want to do just one thing. Got it. Because I get bored easy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I want to. Sure. I want to mix it up. I want to try designing clothes. I want to. You know, I haven't painted anything. Maybe, maybe I can help you out with some of those things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I just like to collaborate and work with other people too. So. Gotcha. What do you think? Uh, some. So you've been. You're. You know. You're a little more of a veteran. Um, you know, for me, I've. I've been doing. I'm going on, eleven years working for myself, and. It's good to see other people that have been doing it for a while. What are some challenges, lessons, things that you've learned? You can share. Uh, it's not easy. Yeah. You know, uh, you have to really commit yourself. I mean, I can, I like setting my own hours, but I end up working an easy 60, 70 hours right. a week being self-employed. Right. And, you know, there are weeks when you might make $200. And then there are weeks that you might make $2,000. Right. So you have to weather the storm. And, uh, you know, the biggest thing is if it was easy, everybody would be, would be doing it. Right. 
you know, it's not easy, but it is rewarding. You know, and there's, you know, people say, if you love what you do, you don't really work. Right. Well, I mean, you do work, but yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not like working in a cubicle for a nine-to-five job. You right. know, it is rewarding in the fact that you get to do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And if you can make money at that at the same time, all the better. Heck yeah. But don't give up. It's right there. Don't give up. Don't give up. I love that. And how about yourself uh, starting out and um, some things that you've learned? Um, so I guess uh, back to the question, uh, yeah. how long have I been yeah, yeah. Uh, self-employed? Um, I guess, what was that? Since 2013, that's yeah. when I dropped out of my bachelor's degree. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I just, I didn't have a job then. I'm like, why well, get one? Just, you know, and <laughs> yeah. see if this works. At the time, um had a couple of people that already wanted to do or already wanted to get some shoes and stuff done. So I just, um, you know, made a, you know, a nice scale of wants and needs and mm-hmm. just built it over time. You right. Know what I mean? So just so kept a real discipline. And you kept yourself where you're like, uh, this is the minimum I need. Yeah. And I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to keep m- myself in my base until I can yeah. get past that. Mm-hmm. And then, and then keep working yourself up. A lot of people, when they want the they want to do the small business thing and they're like well i need to have that four thousand dollars a month it's like nah dude you, you gotta you yeah, gotta scale you know, that I mean, down and to, to you gotta yeah, exactly say, for a little while you know, that's okay everything's fine you'll be okay you know you don't need right. those new jordans all the time you know it's just <laughs> it's certain things you know it's just being disciplined amongst yourself to gain those rewards later you mm-hmm. know what i mean because you'll get them you know it's you're worth it you'll get them absolutely so you know it's just um even just having a confidence in yourself and knowing that, you know, just right. that gets you so far. Love it. Uh, what's something that you wish you could tell yourself as a kid that would have uh, made a difference in your life now? Um, I don't know. I don't think I would have told my, my child self anything. You no? Know, like, um, everything that happens in my life is real organic. I can't yeah. really, um, I can't call that shot. So, what was um, your upbringing like? Oh, it was sweet, you know. Yeah. I, mean, I had a I had a single mom, you know. She was awesome. Yeah. Shout out to my moms, you know. <laughs> um, you know, I I had a bunch of friends. Um, it did suck. Every school that I went to, it was like different. So I went to elementary school, then I went to a different middle, mm-hmm. then I went to a different high school. But you know, I was a quiet kid, but um, was real social still. You know, was into mm-hmm. sports. You know, I I didn't I couldn't really um you know, ask for too much more already not having, you know, so mm-hmm. there's a difference amongst um, mm. certain people and um, how they, how their upbringings are and stuff like that. Well, when you're working with the bare minimum and um, you make that work, you know what I mean? Like yep. what, what more can you want? You know what I mean? Like it's almost like how dare you want more. So right. like I said, you know, just even just being happy to be here, happy to be alive. Just start, there's certain things like health issues when I was younger, younger that could have went left. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's just, I couldn't tell myself anything, you know, um, if I had to tell anybody that was looking up to me or was inspired by, you know, what I do or mm-hmm. if I wanted to do something similar, I would just tell them never give up, you know, yeah. um, I, I never gave up, you know, there was yeah. stuff that happened to me, good. you know, and there, I've done a lot of different stuff. Like I would cut hair for like six years, you know what I mean? Yeah. I never got a license for it. I just <laughs> taught myself how to do it. And yeah. I, I got my, my pockets right through college and, you know what I mean? Even through those rough periods of, you know, in between customs and stuff, but like, you know, just if, if 
you get hit, you know, you got to roll with that punch and be ready to hit them back. Right. You know what I mean, everybody says roll with the punches, roll with the punches, but they never talk about hitting them back. Right. So, you know, you roll with those punches, you learn how to duck a little bit, you yeah. know, hit them back, you know, they might fall. They fall, you get to another fight. That's normally how it goes. Yeah. I like that. Uh, adapt or die. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not, um, it's not for humans to survive. It's for you to thrive. And to thrive, mm-hmm. you have to adapt. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they talk about that in school. They talk about that in biology. Mm-hmm. You break it down and, and it dip so many different things that they, they tell you to adapt. So, you know, even with me, like, I wasn't always in the school. Like, I hated school, but mm-hmm. I was a I was an adapting student. Like, I knew what you were talking about. But, right. like, I just didn't like the school. <laughs> so I would just adapt enough to pass. And it's just like, hey, you know, I got this. You know, sometimes you don't need to thrive with color. Sometimes you just need that bare minimum to slide through. But then sometimes you do need to thrive with color. So, right. like um, Michael was talking about earlier, you know, weathering a storm and just, um, you know, going through your going through your emotions the right way and just stay strong. You know. Yep. Awesome. Now, uh, as far as some of the biggest things you've done, uh, like I know you were just working with something uh, CMOA. You've been uh, doing stuff down in Florida. And, uh, you know, what what do you think is the biggest project to scale that you've had that you the, the, the thing you've been most excited about or, you know, anything like that? And same for you. I know you've done magazines. Um, you've done, you know, f- you tell me. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, what's been the biggest and what's been the, the your most exciting project? Uh, my first I mean, um I guess my most exciting project was really simple, you know. Um, it was when uh, I got my LLC and fictitious name certified. So um, that was a big step for me, doing something that um, was me. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. People, you know, we were talking about how people would work. Like I didn't get a chance to work, but I did. I was of service to someone, mm-hmm. being an athlete. So um, you know, there was rules and regulations to doing that. So um, just being part of something that was like mine. And I could like do what I wanted, mm-hmm. and um, it was just as beneficial. That was, you know, probably the biggest project because I mean we wouldn't even be talking about it, you know, if that didn't happen. So definitely, I think that might be the biggest thing that I did. Uh, for me, yeah, I'd like to say my biggest project is yet to come. <laughs> but uh, you know, 2007, I started a company called Patriot Girls. Okay. And a friend of mine was wounded in Iraq, and I wanted to do something to give back. So mm. I did a few fundraisers and, you know, had a few models uh, dress up as a soldier, a sailor, a Marine. We had a happy hour, raised like $1,400 for Wounded Warrior Project. Nice. And we did some bike washes, and uh, that led to us doing a calendar. Cool. And this is back on MySpace because I'm, I'm older than all <laughs> you guys. So, I still um, love MySpace. <laughs> uh, so... We put together a calendar, started promoting it on MySpace, and Fox News picked it up. And we got, you know, 20,000 hits overnight. And then a couple of days later, Bill O'Reilly mentioned us on the O'Reilly Factor, got another 30,000 hits. Yeah. And by the end of 2009, we had up to 1,000 Patriot Girls, 100 photographers in every major city, basically, you know, 32 states. Yeah. And we started That's staffing cool. parties for Maxim. Uh, started staffing events at the Playboy Mansion. Mm-hmm. I got to go there three times. Yeah. Um, so I mean, that was probably the biggest, right. you know, thing that I'd done to date, and uh, you know, reached that many people. Mm-hmm. And so that was that was pretty, pretty cool. We got to visit Marines at Camp Lejeune. 
and uh, and send a lot of posters and calendars overseas to the troops. So, hmm. you know, I still, you know, even with the windows that we did for Kaufman's, you know, we had Toys for Tots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, you know, a military-run charity for kids. Right. But, uh, you know, I, I like the aspect of giving back. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, it, it I got a wealth of knowledge. I never would have started 3RM Group had I not gotten that knowledge from Patriot Girls and working with people from all over the country. Mm. I love it. So, so tell me about uh, what you think of Pittsburgh, the good and the bad, and uh, what you think of the art scene. Um, Pittsburgh art scene, uh, definitely on a huge um, upcoming, you know, um, super strong, super heavy, um, a lot of opportunity coming in for um, all different mediums of art, which I, I like because, um, you know, a lot of times it'll be like one thing. It'll be like, oh, um, you know, Pittsburgh music. You know, it was like that for a long time. But, um, you know, I think uh, everybody is, like, at a level as far as opportunity now and um, exposure amongst um, the city. Um, As far as bad is concerned, um, the bad's really bad, you know. Um, (laughs) The bad's ugly. But um, I think the bad is just um, people are selective here. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the best word I can use for um, what's going on. And um. It doesn't really have to do, well, what I see, it doesn't really have to do with race all the time. It doesn't really have to deal with um, tax bracket changes and stuff like that. Like, people are just, like, really kind of, I guess, um, emotional about some some things, you know. And um, not really amongst in a negative way, but, you know, like you said, it's a blue-collar town, um, you know, real nitty-gritty. We got the Stillers. Shout out to the Stillers, you know. But, um you know, it's just a style of city it is. Like, there's so much elbow-to-elbow talent that it can get, like, uncomfortable. So um, I just think amongst that and then people fearing that elbow-to-elbow talent taking over, Mm. it just, it makes people move a certain way. You know what I mean? Like, I think it gets people to move in more of a a cautious, um, you know, fearful type of movement. And that can, you know, that could be a domino effect to anything. Right. So um, I feel... That's the only bad thing. I just think it's a selective thing. And I just, honestly, when it comes down to it, I think it's just people are just scared their time is ticking or up. Or, yeah. You know, they don't know. What would sure. you say? What would you say that that, uh, that could change that or that could um, uh, influence some sort of change in that, that perspective? Um, put your guards down. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, put... Put your guard down. You know, it's not a it's not a, a fight or altercation, you know. Right. Figure some people out. Um, check something out. Be curious again, you mm-hmm. know. Like, um, sometimes you got to ask people, when the last time you were curious about the right thing? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And really think about what the right thing is, you know, exposure, um, helping people grow, getting bigger as a community, you know, longevity. Yeah. Stuff like that doesn't happen when everything's selective and um, yeah. really uh, spurts of things. So. You know, um, I think we could tie some strings, you know, get curious, get creative. Yeah. Because that's what we're talking about is creative, you know. Yeah. So we can get creative and, you know, make some fun stuff happening. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't think it's something that can't happen. It's something mm-hmm. that happens um, under wraps for sure, but it definitely needs to be more of a, a public thing. You know? Right. Absolutely. My thing, uh, I think, as a mentor, as a friend, anyone involved that wants to see other people do better, um, I'm always trying to, to think of ways to first challenge and then support. Mm-hmm. So there's the, the, uh, those are the two things that really stick out. Uh, what, what could I do to challenge you 
and then what could I do to support that challenge and and follow that up and follow that through it may not be something I could do directly but I might be able to put put someone in contact with someone or I might be able to give someone an idea that pushes them to that next level and uh, I think that if we do that more as a whole I think I'm under the impression that the better you do the better I'm going to do you know and saying you know the the more we could push each other up then you know we all get a little bit bigger so yeah, I someone think doesn't have to fail in order for you to succeed. Right. I mean, there's plenty of room at the top for everyone. <laughs> Absolutely. It's funny that um, people don't think so because they've never been there. So you got to really think of it like that. Um, mm. you, you just got to do what you did to get you where you were at because nobody really – you don't know whose top is what. You mm-hmm. know, like it's all perspective. So I think if we can match perspectively a mm-hmm. little more – I think the sky would just be the limit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think we would even think about it too much. Like nothing's going to happen to me bringing you up if, yeah, as long as you, you – Right. You know? It's easier to pull someone up than push them back yeah, down. Yeah, push them right. down. You got to keep them down. Right. And they're pissed. You know yeah. what I mean? If, <laughs> they, if they got the heart, there's nothing yeah, that could hold them down. Them yeah, you can't Well, do if that. you look at the, the more successful people, yeah, they're not worried about what everybody else is doing. At all. You know, they're, they're on top, and they don't look back. And – you know, that's the way I, I try to just keep pushing forward, be creative. I come up with ideas in my sleep. I get a notepad next to my bed, <laughs> wake up, write it down, and then that's the first thing I look at when I wake up in the morning so I can remember what I dreamt about. Right. And that's actually how I came up with Patriot Girls. It was a dream. You know, I came I'm like, wrote it down. I woke up and the next morning. I'm like, Patriot Girls. Uh, okay. <laughs> and, you know, what was it, 20 million page views later, yeah. something like that, 200,000 unique visitors. I mean. It grew. Yeah. But, you know, that's the the biggest thing is, is just people being willing willing to collaborate. Mm. I think that's what would help Pittsburgh yeah. grow. Collaborate more. And not just – you have to be selective with who you collaborate with. Right. You know, you have to gauge it has to be talent. Yeah, it has to complement right. each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of people – you know, I work more in photography and fashion now mm-hmm. um, as opposed to painting. But, you know, the, the, the same thing goes. You know, every – not everybody that that makes a fancy flyer mm-hmm. has anything of value to offer. Right. I mean, anybody can have somebody else design a flyer for them, grab somebody else's photos off the internet, put it all together, but there's no quality. Right. So you know, before you work with somebody, you really need to you know sit down for coffee, have a beer, get to know them, find yep. out what they're about, yep. and and find that right fit. You know, mm-hmm. when Cam Cam and I work together, we work great. Yeah. You know, same same vision. We both wanted the same things, and you know, we worked together multiple times now. Yeah. But um, you know, you just have to, you know, like I said, don't be afraid to reach out. Yeah. And uh, you know, good things will come. Awesome. And uh, what about you, as far as the question about the Pittsburgh scene, the good and the bad, the art scene, the just the city in general, all that very similar um yeah you know there's a ton of talent in pittsburgh pittsburgh is not lacking in talent yeah i think the problem problem is just getting the proper exposure getting Mm -hmm. getting your name out there um you know a lot of people have the the creative side but they don't have the business acumen Mm -hmm. you know they don't understand how to you know get permits how to file you know taxes quarterly taxes wait till you start doing sales tax that really sucks every month. <laughs> um, you know, so I think 
I think maybe some more mentorship programs yeah. would be really good to, you know, people that have the business side down, but, mm-hmm. you know, aren't necessarily creative to mm-hmm. be able to partner up with people that are creative, but don't have that, that business acumen gotcha. that could help them, you know, get through the paperwork and, and, you know, I hate paperwork. Paper, it's like, tell you know, That's not the fun part. <laughs> I want, I want to be, I want to create, I don't want to sit there and do accounting right. and paperwork and right. bookkeeping and all that. No, I, I don't think we should do that. Um, person. <laughs> you know, and then the bad uh, people talents vary. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't expect everybody to be Picasso or Ansel Adams, but I think a lot of people just settle for being mediocre, mm-hmm. and that's ultimately the biggest problem. Is if you don't push yourself to to do the best work that you can possibly do, you're never going to succeed. Um, you know, if you, if you only have a little bit of talent, mm-hmm. make the most out of it, you know, get better, you know, shadow some people and, and see what they do mm-hmm. to, you know, better your skills. You don't necessarily need to go to college for it, but you know, you can, you can be self-taught. You know, I've done it. I, I have, I have like what, six credits shy of an associate's degree, you know, but I've been self-employed for, I don't know, a while now. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just think. If you're gonna give, put your time in anything, then do it to the best of your ability. Right. And you know. Every time. Yeah. Every, every time. time. Every time. Like you can't stop you it. Know, like it's every. Single reach for time. the stars, and you know you'll hit the moon. That type right. of thing. Right. I love that. Well, since we're on that um, subject, like, give me one thing that makes you different as a person, that as an artist, whatever that is. Uh, it could be religion. It could be ethics. It could be something just about you that's different. Um, I guess what makes me like stand out as an artist. Well, well one, I'm six six. You know, yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm real tall. <laughs> but um, you know, it's just it's just how you carry yourself. You know, like I, I'm always dressed like super crazy fly all the time. You know what I mean? Um, my art like has a certain thing about it. But um, the thing that you could see the the strings that come off of the art and kind of time you know over the over the time that you get to know me see me and um you know see what's going on and everything that i have in store so um i think i just do a very good job of telling completing and continuing this story you know instead of giving it um kind of a, a i don't know approach it's more of a um you know I, don't, I wouldn't even say it was structured it's just organic you know so i think it just makes more sense but um, I think that's just what makes me stand out. It's just, um, you know, my my originality that I bring to the table of, um, you know, Pittsburgh art and art in general. Um, for me, I mean, obviously, I'm I'm creative. I don't need to look to other people to, you know, kind of poach their ideas or or anything. But uh, I think the one thing that's really helped me is, no matter what I do, I try if if I'm working with Josh, you know, I try to look at things from Josh's perspective to make sure that any type of collaboration, it's not all about me. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to make sure, you know, if I look at it from this person's vision or this person's viewpoint, that person's viewpoint, um, planning an event, you know, if I was going to this event, well, what I want as a, as a, you know, features and benefits. Right. Um, If I was the, the venue, what would I expect these people to do? Look at everything 
from everybody else's involves perspective mm -hmm. and that will help you elevate your event yep. or elevate your product or, or whatever you're you know trying to do mm -hmm. if you look at everybody else's perspective and then look at yours yep then i think you'll have better you know collaborations Absolutely. with people um and the other thing <coughs> you know my biggest talent is networking yeah you have to network and you know there there's a saying it's not what you know it's who you know right. you know they, that's true. a saying for a reason right very true. and and it's always benefited me um you know i was the one that always got yelled at stop talking in class you know mm -hmm. I got perfect straight A's, but, you know, parent-teacher conferences. He doesn't shut up. All he does is talk to people. You know, <laughs> you know, they try to swatch you down when you're young, but, you know, the people that really succeed are the ones that aren't afraid to get out there and talk to people. So, you know, the one thing I learned was teachers, you were wrong. <laughs> I love it. Well, uh, definitely check these guys out. Where can where can we find you Where if we want to keep watching? Um... Camo Customs on Instagram, Facebook, uh, that's C-A-M-O-C-U-S-T-O-M-Z. Um, you can check out my new interactive gallery at camocustoms.com. Same thing with the Z at the end. Um, and if you catch any recaps from Art Basel, um, I'll be down there. Uh, you can see some cool stuff probably on their page. Uh, so, you know, you can follow me up. Just remember Camo Customs. Uh, me, I have a bunch of pages. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> so, see, uh, I'm Michael Anthony PGH on uh, Instagram and Facebook, uh, 3RM Group, thepatriotgirls.com, uh, Galleries of Kaufman's Grand. Uh, the website pretty much ties everything together. It's, you know, www.thenumeral3rsandrichardamazonmichaelgroup.com. Mm -hmm. And I have most of the stuff linked in there in the About Me section. That's how we do it. Yep. That's awesome. Well, thanks for watching. This has been Thoughtful Discussions, and I'm Josh Snyder. Hope you have a great night.